Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. You, you're probably wondering, where were we? I just didn't edit the other episode. It dropped on Sunday because I was lazy and Tim was like, oh, you haven't dropped the episode. We went golfing. Go look at our um, Instagram. I think I put it on. I can't remember. But we are back. Tim, say hello. Hello, Tim. We got a lot of stuff to get into. First of all, make sure to go check out all of our social media platform stuff on Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming. If you want to check out Tim Gaming while we game, you can go back and forth. He goes under the name of T.C. Mendo, T-C-M-E-N-D-O, on Twitch. Um, I stream on both Facebook Gaming and Twitch. Sometimes it's just Twitch. It just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. But, you know, check them all out. Click them to YouTube, the TikToks, all that kind of stuff like that. You know, we like to have fun. Um, we're going to get into it rapid fire because we're starting late. Tim's hungry. And um, I want to get into one thing that was really fun. That, that and So in order to get to it, we got to do that. So first of all, we did have someone who passed away. And it was um, Marvelous Marvin Hagler um, was a boxer. My dad actually knew who he was, um, said he was a really good boxer. Um, I didn't know anything more about it. I didn't really look it up because it's, you know, I, I didn't want to hear anything horrible because, you know, a lot of these boxers get a lot of head trauma and things of that. So I just didn't want to see, you know, the, his demise be, was because of, I don't know, something from boxing kind of thing. Cause this wasn't in yeah. the, no, exactly. all well, that. so I looked him up cause I didn't, it sounded familiar, but not that dude, his amateur career, he was 55 and one. That wow. was that's crazy. Uh, he was a won the U.S. national championship at seventy three. Um, <laughs> then he went pro, defeated his title twelve times. His record was sixty two and three with fifty two knockouts. So wow, uh, yeah, I think he was he was pretty good. And the best part of it all, in nineteen eighty two, he had marvelous legally added to his name. So his name is legally marvelous Marvin yes. Hagler. That's yes. pretty cool. Since nineteen eighty-two, cool. that's pretty awesome. Well, he was only sixty-six. Yeah. So I mean, how old was he? That means he was young in 82, You said? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Eighty-two. He changed his name. So almost thirty years ago. So he was like thirty-eight when he did that. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Almost thirty years ago. No, no, he was not 38. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 28. Cause 30 years ago, he would have been 36. So yeah. 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 So he was like 28, 29. That's crazy. No, I'm an idiot. I can't do math, Tim. I can't do myth math. So if it happened 30 years ago in 86, then he would have been 36. And it was, so that means it was four years earlier. So he was 32. There we go. There you I go. got it right. Oh, no, I didn't because it was 40 years ago. Uh, oh, my brain doesn't want to work, man. 22. So he's 22. We'll Something find like it out that. right now. What, sure. What's his birthday? What's his birthday? So he's, 60, he's 66. Oh, he was, he, was, he was 66. So so he's 66. Let's do a little math here because Chris is not uh, 20, 21 minus 66 means he was born in 1955. So what he would have been twenty five? Twenty twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, like I said, twenty four. Yeah. So he was twenty four. Okay. Yeah. We got that right now. 
I feel much better about it. But you know, sadly, <laughs> he passed away. Um, and, my dad said he, my dad did say he was a good boxer. So, well, shoot, fifty five and one. I mean, that's and that's just his amateur career. Well, and I think I saw something somewhere that somebody was like the amount of fights that he was in. He go. I think Mike Tyson's the one that mentioned it about him and other people like him. They're like everyone saying that. Man, uh, not Manny Pacquiao. Uh, what's Floyd, his face? Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather is the best ever, but he fought once every couple of years for a yeah, period he of time. There. These people are, were fighting two or three fights a year alone, yep. and they yep. weren't losing that much. And some of them, I can't remember who it was. He mentioned that the, the guy was like eighty-three, five, and something, and yeah. he did not have a loss until like his sixty-sixth fight something like that i can't remember who it was but exactly and i mean and, and the records too i mean shoot <clears throat> um he was 55 and 1 in his amateur career in his professional career he was 62 and 3 so he <laughs> was what total between amateur and, and uh, pro almost 120 fights oh yeah almost 120 fights and he lost four of them yeah so i mean That's come crazy. on yeah, May, I, Mayweather doesn't even stack up to that, but that's a topic for a different discussion. But yeah. anyways, and, and you get a lot of these guys back in the day, they did uh, their amateur careers. They did a lot just so they could get into the, the pro. So, yeah, they may have a long professional career, but you go back and look at their most of them with their amateur career and they fought in a good amount of fights because they had to get pro. They had to get their name out there. So that's how they did yeah, it. I'm trying you know, to fight, think. So, so when we'll, anyone we'll and everyone name. So uh, I wonder when his. Um... Oh, someone said Jesus didn't die after, after man. People making stuff up, man. Okay, so uh, let's see. Okay, so so he passed away on the 13th, and let's see when was his last professional. Uh, fight. Oh, so that sucks. He lost. He lost his last fight to Sugar yeah. Ray Leonard. Yeah, and then he retired after that. He retired, and that was in eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Okay, so this is what's crazy. So eighty-seven is when that fight was, and his first professional fight was in seventy-three. Yeah. Yeah, because he won the national championship, and then that year, that same year, he went pro. So he only boxed legitimately for fourteen years, and he, and had, he had 65, 65. 67, 67 fights. Sixty-seven, and so that's all. That's six. That's six a year, six, almost six a year, over almost six a year. Six fights a year. I mean, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like two fights a year right now is a lot, because what most of them take three months to train, and you know right. they have the downtime after the fight. Then okay, I got another one, and then the three months to train. So even if you have, let's just say, <laughs> two months after the fight that you do nothing, three months—that's five months. I mean, it looks like his career was pretty front loaded, is what it was. One, two, three, four. He fought twice in the same month. That's awesome. He fought on October 6th and October 26th, and then he fought again on November 17th, and then he fought again on December 6th, then again on December 18th in 1973. So 1973, in the span of October, November, and December, in three months, he had one, two, three, four, five fights. 
So when he started, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight fights in 73. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven fights in 74. Eleven. That's crazy. And out of all those fights, the first fights in his career, the first two years, he only had the one draw. His first loss didn't come until fight 27, which, I mean, he fought 20 days after his last fight. That's crazy. Right. But, I mean, everything was different back then. You look at the well, – let's take baseball, for example, because I'm more familiar with it. But you get guys that would pitch, oh, hey, he pitched a complete game. Yeah, but that complete game was 15 innings, and he threw 172 pitches. Yeah. <laughs> and then came back and did his other start five days after that. Um, or even, you know, Nolan Ryan and whatnot on that, uh, too. I mean, he they'd all those guys would throw a, a lot of innings. Well, and you think that though too, and back then also when it wasn't the home run ball, you would see them playing. No, exactly. you know, it was it, it was, was a lot pitcher more dominated, right? And so you could see complete game, you know, pitch nine innings and you're throwing eighty seven pitches, you know, yeah. or or you know they were like, hey, look, your longevity is basically you're going to play for three years as a pitcher as a starter, so we're going to get as much out of you as we can. So, you know, exactly, yeah. Um, so rest in peace to him. Uh, sad to see him go at 66. Not going to do right. any speculations on what happened. Just uh, uh, yeah, thoughts all, and prayers. All, yeah, all I can see is it said died unexpectedly in his home. So, yep. so um, uh, now on to more positive stuff. I don't even know what this is, but Tim put it in his dog face, selling his video as a non-fungible token on rarible.com. So you know who dog face is, right? Yeah, the guy from okay. TikTok. The viral yeah, the guy from TikTok, and of course, made Fleetwood Mac come back, and Mick Fleetwood did his on it too, skateboarding, ocean spray, all of that. <laughs> so basically, what what I grabbed from it is, so it's a 23 second long clip. He's trying to sell it, and it's beginning Friday morning, so in a couple days from now, if you're listening to it, and his opening bid is 500,000 minimum. So if you got half a million dollars, you could buy the video. Here's yeah, the but catch. It's not, it's not in cash. <laughs> here, uh, well, here, here's the catch. It's not going to have the Fleetwood Mac song on it because he doesn't have rights to it. The Ocean Spray logo is going to be blurred out because he doesn't have rights on it. So basically, it's going to be whatever ambient noise and hearing a skateboard in the video. So that's what's getting put up there. Um, but they're not. They're, it's not. They're not. They're not. So, it's not money. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, and he could still have rights to it. This is just a copy going up there. So uh, a non-fungible token is a unique digital file stored on a blockchain or a digital ledger. Um, it's a cryptographic token, but unlike cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoins and whatnot, it's not mutually interchangeable, obviously why it's called um, non-fungible. So basically you upload a file such as most of the stuff that's um, on these websites uh, is artwork, digital files, artwork. Um, and it creates a, a copy of the file recorded on the digital ledger as an NFT, which can be bought with cryptocurrency and resold. Although the artist can sell um, 
So an NFT representing a work, the artist still retains the copyright to the work and create and, and can create more NFTs of the same work. So basically, you don't get exclusivity or anything on that, uh, and the um, nor does the buyer, like I says, nor does the buyer gain possession of the original digital file. So he could upload this twenty times. But he's still, you're not, you're not getting anything for it. And there's been a couple of these that have gone out there um, on the, on these NFTs, and dude, they're selling for I think like one sold for like eighty million dollars or something like that, and it was a digital file of a whole bunch of pictures that were like those mosaic pictures. I, I forgot what it was, but some guy did it and. People bought it. I don't know. It was weird. But at first I saw this. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, see, hey, strike while the iron's hot. Maybe it's starting to cool down or cool down too much. Then I looked into it. I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> the biggest thing was it was that he was drinking, uh, you know, a gallon of ocean spray, the cranberry juice, and that it had um, Fleetwood Mac in the background. That was the whole thing of it. And you even right. saw <laughs> the Fleetwood Mac. I can't remember uh, the name of the song. But it rose up through the um, the billboard as well. But now it's like you take both of those out. It's just a dude drinking because you're not going to see the Ocean Spray it's, logo. It's weird. It, the, drinking the cranberry juice here in a skateboard going down the freeway. The website's confusing because it's almost like they can they convert stuff. Like I don't I don't understand because um, I deal a little bit in cryptocurrency. I actually accidentally had Dogecoin. I didn't even know I got it. I got it a part of being some sort of beta for Robinhood. So I had like $40 with the Doji coin. And I was like, okay, whatever. You know, no big deal. I'm not big in the cryptocurrency. I just keep track on it. And um, what I thought was shocking was, I, when I, you know, while I was watching it, I'm looking at this and it has a lot of cryptocurrency uh, verbiage. So it just it makes yeah. me kind of iffy about it because it looks like what they're trying to do is they're trying to create monetary value with items that technically don't have any monetary value. Right, exactly. And, and then what they do is is they're uh they're they're basically well, and, creating their own currency there. Yep. Well, and uh, me as a person that is the, you know, uh owner of it with not getting any exclusivity when whoever buys it, okay, oh, that sold for $5 million. Okay, I'm going to put it up there again. Oh, that one sold for, you know, 200000 Okay, put it up there again. That one sold for whatever. <laughs> You're not getting, you know, when you buy it, people want, no, that's mine now. It's the original one. It's mine. That's why all these paintings, hey, you know, uh, to get a Bob Ross is very rare to actually find one, and there's a whole bunch of, copyrighted ones out there or fakes um but if you have a true bob ross actually out in the public it's extremely rare because a lot of them that he did went to the i can't remember if it's the bob ross museum or basically the company that his family runs and i didn't know that until i i don't know saw probably something on facebook or whatnot so you know when there's one out there and you buy it hey i get it it's an original it's mine it's not oh hey here's oh and we're gonna sell another copy oh and we're, you know you don't get the original we're gonna make these uh xerox these prints off and you get those but we still get the original it's like no i don't want that because then 
what's mine worth if he could just go up there and 10 years from now sell it again? Now mine right. goes down in price because instead of having one copy out there, now there's two copies out there. Like, I mean, like anything. And like you said, with kind of being tied with the cryptocurrency, it's very interesting. And, who you know, that could, you know, spike or plummet at any time. Yeah, it's just the whole setup's weird. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I've been. But there has been some stuff that's sold in there for multi millions of dollars in in the in that that in a, that non fungible token aspect. Yeah, of and it. that's the, the it's it's so uncertain. You know, I don't know. Yep. I would be I would be extra cautious. So if you guys are listening right now, be extra cautious because. You know, oh, yeah. you never you never know what what could what could happen because there's You're so welcome. many shady people out there that are trying to you know get one over on you. And I'm not saying that's what's happening on this one. This one, I mean, wholeheartedly, it could be an amazing way to save and raise and do all that kind of stuff. Because I know um, there was a dude who um, an NFL player. I think it was from. I can't remember. Was it from the Panthers that he in, uh, put his money into oh, cryptocurrency? Yeah. In cryptocurrency, and he's made, and he'll make more on. He's, I he think, made he's 10 already off of it already. Ten million dollars <laughs> yeah, more. He's already made more than what his uh, payout would be yearly. It's just, it's just so volatile. That's the only thing that I would be afraid of. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, anything like that where it has some type of market. Uh, you never know if, when it's going to go higher and when it's going to go low. I mean, like when the stock market crashed, you know, there you go. So, so that was the interesting thing with, with Dogface. I mean, that, we'll see what happens. The next thing, right? though, the next thing I am so excited for because I love King of the Hill. I love King of the Hill. And they're in talks. Now, here's the tough part. It is under Disney's head, and the, apparently they said that the premise would be it would take place 15 years after the original air date of the show. So, they, you know, Bobby would be an adult, basically, things like that. So that's the premise that they're leaning towards. So um, we're going to see, you know, I just I'm, I, we want to put it out there just because, hey, look, you know. How well, awesome would it be to get that reboot? Because, I mean... Yeah, and I guess, what was it, a handful of years ago, maybe even more so than that, they were, you know, talking about it, but it fell apart. But it sounds like this one, it's the original, the well, creators Fox, Fox and the, the original executive producers. Fox is what's were, to blame for all this stuff going down. Because I remember when it all first happened, and uh, Fox was like, oh, yeah, this is what we're going to do. And then they didn't like the agreement they had with them or something and they aired the finale episodes the last four aired at 10 a.m during the week just so they could fulfill their contract with the king of the hill people it's not cool not cool at all yeah but this one i you know from what they were saying is it had more traction than before well you know what does that mean i don't know i just like that it was all the original creators and i think one or two executive producers as well were um you know the one, the ones talking. So that's that's good. I mean, you can't have a King of the Hill without at least Mike Judge in it. So who voiced yeah, half the so characters, anyways? We'll see what happens with that uh, next. So um, 
I did like this was kind of cool. Uh, so the Mortal Kombat director said he tried to avoid the green screen as much as possible. So um, they're using as much practical as they could. Um, I don't, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see once it comes out how that translates into the film. Like if it's if we're so used to the green screen effects and CGI and and whatnot. Um, if it doesn't transfer over well, which would stink because I'm excited for this movie. Um, but who, who knows? It might be, oh, you know what? I actually like it. It's kind of, um, you know, going old school, I guess you could say, uh, like they did with The Mandalorian where they used um, practical characters as well and not using a lot of CGI to... Um, you know, where it could have been all CGI, but they're like, no, you know, we want to make this, make it, make it look good. Yeah. So. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I am, I'm a hopeful and, um, I mean, we'll, we'll see, we'll see fairly soon enough. Well, so. and with that, it would cost less too, because you're not doing a lot of animation or touch up work. Yeah, but you also got to think, see, what they don't tell you is, oh, look, it costs $50,000 in this movie to redo things because of CGI. Well, yeah, if you're sitting there for three days filming someone do something over and over and over again, you spend about a hundred grand on people and food and all that stuff. So, I mean, it, I think it balances out, but I do think it looks better with the, with the live yeah. action actual. So yeah, more practical um, effects. The next one is going to be very quick. Tim, don't say anything about this because this is a BS. This is stupid. This is the <laughs> dumbest thing ever. It was so all you must have the, read the article then. It was all over Facebook. And I'm like, who cared? Oh, Avatar surpasses Avengers Endgame as highest grossing film of all time because they re-released it in China because they just started opening theaters and there's no movies. There's literally no movies to come out. <laughs> So they're right. re-airing, they're re-showing it. And of course in China, it was huge over there, as a lot of these ones are, especially Disney ones. Do they re-release it? It made $12.3 million. That's a pretty good chunk right there. Yeah, but it's still and, BS, because I guarantee if they were if they were to re-release Avengers Endgame... Oh yeah, yeah. And Ex you think, especially right now. So you gotta think, so Avatar... Maybe they're doing it because it's supposed to come out soon. I think next year is the slated the the first one to come out, the second first sequel. Yeah. But I I'm still I that, no thank you. Oh. Eh. Well, uh, and, and and the funny thing is is so um, Avatar this this is crazy and and kind of stick with me here. So Avatar now is at two point eight zero two billion with the B. That's that's the top right now. So Avengers Endgame is 2.797 billion. It barely with that 12 million over 12 million barely got over Avengers Endgame. It's well, not like they, oh they, <laughs> oh it's right there behind it. I mean Avengers Endgame was head and shoulders above that. They need well, it over the, they're the rumor is is they're going to be airing it for the next couple of weeks. That's why they said it's going to keep going. I think it's projected to make another 50 million. So, I mean, Avengers Endgame, I guarantee if you put it out there, it could make another billion because people want to go out, people want to do things. Yep. Avengers Endgame is an experience made for the theater. So is Avatar, not going to lie. I heard yeah. the CGI does not translate very well now. 
So <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like, what if they came out with, you know, did that again? Or, you know, I personally think that what's going to end up happening is Disney is doing this to test to see about Black Widow because they did just come out and say that uh, Black Widow is basically going to be uh, a game time decision when it comes to whether or not they're going to release it theater wide. Yeah. So, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm, I, I get why they're doing some of the stuff that they're doing. I get this, but that article, it was the, it was the biggest clickbait article I article I've oh, ever yeah. seen. Cause I'm like, right. Oh, it's going to be, I'm like, wait, wait, what? And then I look, I'm like, no. So, yeah. Enough of that. The and next the, no. the, the funny thing is, is both of them are Disney properties. So yeah. whether you like Avatar or you like Avengers in game matter. at the end of the exactly. day it's going in the same pocket. I, I think I think Avatar, because it's a standalone film, is probably why they picked that one to do it. And yeah. I do know, like they said, in China, it did very well in the, the original run. Yeah. So you might yeah. as well do the same, you know, so it is what it yeah. is. The next thing though, um, so Marvel Studios has the assembled, which is basically it's the behind the scenes of the different shows they're gonna have. It's I think they're using it as filler in between shows when there's not a new show. So they dropped the WandaVision one last week, I believe, when there was no new WandaVision episode. Um, but didn't they they already have don't they have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier already on that? I think they did a some sort of small sneak peek type thingy. I can't remember. I, but, I don't know. Um, um, there is the thing on there. I can't remember what it's called. I actually watched it uh, real quick on Disney Plus. I was just like, "Hey, I'm gonna see what's on here." When the kid was taking a nap, and it was real quick. Let me see what it was. Yeah, because I watched WandaVision. Yes, I know all the all the movies are on here. I've watched every single one of them. Um, where is it at? Trending. It's not assembled. It was like a behind the scenes. It was like to catch you up. It was it was weird. Like it wasn't a full thing. It was like a seven minute clip of of you had one thing on Wanda, one thing on Vision, and I can't remember the name of it now. And I watched it, and now I can't. I'll go to Marvel, but let's see if it pops up in this Marvel Cinematic Use it Phase One, Phase Two. Oh wow, they have it. Oh, whoa. Oh, man. This is awesome. Okay, so I just went to the Marvel section of Disney+. Plus. This is live re- reaction. The very first section of the movies is Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay? Then you have Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 1, Phase 2, Phase 3, and 4. And then Marvel Cinematic Universe in timeline order. Oh, that's cool. That is pretty awesome. And if you are wondering, I am going to tell you what the order is. It's Captain America, Captain America, the uh, the first Avenger. Then you have Captain Marvel, Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Thor, Avengers, Thor, the Dark World, Iron Man 3, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Guardian of the Galaxy, the first one, Volume 1, and then Volume 2, because they they're back-to-back in timeline. Avengers, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Civil War, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, which that's the one that people forget. Doctor Strange is set to take place much later than everything else. So, 
Then you have Thor Ragnarok, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Infinity War, Endgame, and then WandaVision. And then this is the crazy part. So it has Marvel Legacy movies. So literally it has the Fantastic Four movies and the X-Men movies. That's where they put them. Um, which is funny that they, they have Fantastic Four and then they have the other new Fantastic Four. They don't have the Fantastic Four sequel, The Silver Rise of the Silver Surfer. And then they have the specials and they go animation and all that. And what it's called, the one I was thinking of, is called Legends. And they have the new ones on there. So basically what it is, is it gives you, it's quick, it's seven minutes, six, there's six minutes or seven minutes, and then Zemo and Sharon Carter are four. So basically what it does is it recounts the character's progress through everything. So it's like a real quick clip of who they are and what they encountered and who they're with. And then it looks like, um, uh, and then Legends recounts how Agent Sharon Carter risked all for Steven Rogers. So I want to hear a funny story. So Sharon Rogers in the movie is played by Emily Van Camp, who is on uh, Sarah's, uh, the wife's favorite show, one of them, The Resident. And The Resident she has something happen to her and I laughed and she goes, why are you laughing? And I go, if the, I think they're going to kill her off the show. And she's like, why? And I go, because she's on Falcon and the winter soldier. If that thing takes off, they're going to have her, but they've already said that these, these little things like this aren't going to be, you know, a lot of stuff, but uh, make sure you check those out. If you want to catch up on everything. And then another one that I forgot about, which is great. Um, uh, Paul Shear. Uh, helped with this and it's um uh 616 it's another one about obscure marvel characters so if you want to kind of go into some other stuff it's really cool but um yeah uh marvel's assembled is the behind the scenes one and that one i've heard is really awesome especially because i let me see how long they are so they have the making of wandavision which is an hour long and there, there's a lot of memes coming out of it. Of uh, do you ever have you ever wanted to see a um, uh, what call it? Have you ever wanted to see an android's ears? Because because they have his face painted, and then his ears are just sticking out on the side of his head, and they edit that in CGI. So it's <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's the dog coughing up stuff. So. Make sure you check out Avengers Assembled. It's awesome. So right into it, we have release dates for Ant-Man and the Wasp 2, which Ant-Man and the Wasp 2 is called Quantanium. I can't remember. Yeah, Quantumania or something like that. Quantumania. That's what it is. Mania, whatever. They have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume volume 3, which is supposedly going to be called As Guardians of the Galaxy, kind of like written over it because of Thor. Um, which apparently Chris Pratt and uh, somebody else, a couple other characters have shown up to Thor Love and Thunder. So it's a possibility. Deadpool 3 and Fantastic Four. So it's rumored that their release dates have leaked online, even though uh, Deadpool 3 is having some, I wouldn't say issues. They're running into some stuff. And then um, Fantastic Four doesn't even have a real cast yet. Uh, So... Yeah, well, and, and all of them are, I mean, Ant-Man and the Wasp was uh, February 17th, 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy, May 5th, 2023, and Fantastic Four, July 8th, 2023. I guess I didn't put Deadpool in there. So they're all... 
Deadpool could come out earlier. Deadpool's uh uh is a wild card. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is also, I believe, they're going to start filming that right as they finish doing the holiday special that's supposed to come out this year. So you know that gives them plenty of time to make it nice and neat. So. You know, we got some stuff to come, and you know, I do think they're going to show um, Black Widow in the theaters, which I'm excited for. I like everyone in it, so we'll see what happens. Um, we had two trailers from Disney come out: the final trailer for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then we had the, the new trailer for Disney's Cruella. Which the Cruella trailer is getting like the film itself is just getting bashed for no reason because oh, it's about killing. You know what? No, it looks good. Uh, I am surprised how well. Uh, what's her name that's playing it? Oh, is it Emily we, Blunt? No, we went. We no. said the same. You said the same exact thing last time we did this. Dude, she I was an easy. She was an easy eight, and you said it was Emily Blunt last time too. I don't know Emma Thompson. Yes, it is. See, E. No, Emma. No, no, no. Emily. Emma Thompson. Is you sure? Did you look it up? No, I don't think it's Emma Thompson. Emma Stone, that's her Stone. name. Emma See? Thompson's a different actress, but she looks phenomenal as a young Cruella DeVille. And the one thing I don't want people to complain about, and the only reason I'm bringing this up, I don't think Tim Tim didn't put on the list, is did you hear what the biggest complaint this week about a show was? Uh, no. It was proud. I, I I'll take a wild guess at it. Is that um. It was something to do with an actor or actress that wasn't. Nope. Um, nope. 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 Portray or was portrayed nope. by a different one. Nope. Nope. It was the fact that they aged up Homer to where he grew up in the 90s. People were outraged because it showed a different thing on the show. If people get mad because this is made more modern with Cruella, I'm going to be so mad because the, the story's gradually change people don't realize there are certain stories like who was saying it they go they go hey perry potter is basically star wars and when you break it down to to the the core it's star wars no one complained like oh they did this with star wars you know ironically south park says simpsons did it because everything eventually becomes regurgitated so you know i want them to make it more modern so it's more relatable you know it it can be a little bit scary whatever i think it looks phenomenal the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, on the other hand, I am mad at them because they did exactly what I thought they were going to do. And they're not allowing, spoiler alert, because it's already been found out, they released this on the like last week, that Falcon will not be Captain America. He has Cap Shield. He's practicing with Cap Shield, but he will not be the official Captain America. They have this guy who's called um, uh, U.S. Agent. And he's a certain character, and he is taking the mantle. And it looks like he's going to be going against them because Sharon Carter looks like she's going against uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And what you got to realize is there's no more shield. There's no more any of that stuff. All that stuff's gone. So they have Sword, which is the one that was has been in WandaVision, but there is no more shield. There's no more. I don't know what Nick Fury's doing. If he's a, you know, he was on a spaceship last time we saw him. So, I mean, it is what it is, but I like the trailers for both of them. I'm super excited for both of them, and we're going to see where this goes. Only two more days. I will be staying up 
to watch the premiere episode so I can spoil it for Tim because Tim doesn't care about it. And that's the I one have, good thing. You got to find no yourself clue. a friend like Tim who is super knowledgeable on so much stuff, but he doesn't like Marvel because it, it is. It, it, I'm not going to lie. I didn't. I, I watched the first Iron Man and I think that was it until last year. I watched the other ones, a couple of them in between. I really like Thor. Thor is one of my favorite characters. But um, I loved the fact that they literally made it like, like you could watch all of them in a short period of time, get caught up. It's great. So I really enjoy it. So um, I'm going to spoil it for Tim because I have someone to, I can talk to who doesn't care, and I'll just spoil it to him because he'll be like, oh, okay. it, is it spoiling it if you don't? necessarily care yes because technically if if let's say for instance just because i haven't seen it well no 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 not because of that but let's say for instance let's say your wife's friends who listen to the podcast shout out to them thank you for all the people in the tulare area who i see on my uh, analytics um let's say for instance then you're having dinner with them and i spoiled the whole episode to you and like oh that sounds pretty cool and someone brings it up. Just They just mention, oh, have you guys watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier yet? And you're like, you know what? I don't like it, but I think it's crazy that this happened. And then you ruin it. Well, now you just spoiled them vicariously through me if they didn't have watched it yet. And maybe they are going to watch it. So I think that's the, the, the ongoing thing I've heard is the Monday, the second Monday after these ones. So these release on Friday. So basically mm-hmm. you have... Uh, 10 days before you can spoil the episode itself, so uh, it gives so you a full on week and a half. But yeah, yeah, so days. once the first once the first episode comes out, you can't spoil the first episode until the Monday until, after the second after correct. the second episode, correct? So that kind of eliminates kind of the issues with that. So that's, I, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm, that's I agree with that, I think that's good, yeah, you know, um, especially if it's popular and it's something that you that everyone's watching if you yes. don't watch it basically within that week definitely 10 days because that gives you that following weekend yes. to you know maybe watch that one and the next one right um then i i i don't know you know fair game right and, i mean so like connor from Concon's cantina like me and him you know so he's in florida and you know uh so we talk pretty much every day and so but i want i can watch it at midnight he's not gonna get up at 3 a.m you know I can can watch it at midnight, be done by one, go to bed, wake up for work the next day, no problem. So I usually, by the time I wake up, he's gone to work. So it's not like he has a chance to sneak it in. So they actually have some people in their group on their Discord that are, they get up like at three o'clock in the morning or they wake up at six and watch it so that no one can spoil it for them. Because I'm not going to lie, these Disney Plus shows, man, it's been rough because the spoilers have been insane. So, you know, but the thing is, is I know, don't I ask him, hey, have you watched it yet? Nope. All right. I know when him and his wife normally watch it. So I'm like, you know what? Perfect. I'll wait till Monday. We'll we'll break it down. We'll talk about it. We'll see how much you love, how much you hated. So, you know, it it, it is one of those things. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we're not I'm not going to spoil it, but I will spoil it. And I'll just tell Tim, keep your mouth shut. Right. I mean, shoot, it wasn't until last year I found out freaking Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's dad. I mean. They did, a fun, they did a fun TikTok where someone was watching Coming to America and James Earl Jones says, I'll handle them myself. And mm-hmm. it's perfect. Like, obviously, it's deeper in the Vader costume, yeah. but it's the same exact line. And 
some guy was like a young kid. He's like, oh, and I was like, no, I knew who James Earl Jones was, which <laughs> I don't know if you knew this. Um, I found out that I think I think it was Dave Filoni. Somebody said nobody will voice Vader except for James Earl Jones. So if James Earl Jones were to pass away, that character will never be voiced by another person ever again. They would have to go get uh, like what they do on some of them where they get old clips or whatnot. And right. They did with that with car, that cars. They did that with Toy Story 4, that stuff like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, especially where you could do that where you're not, he doesn't have a mouth that moves. It'd be easy with him, you know, honestly. But I would ask permission like they did with Peter Cushing for um uh grand moff tarkin the guy's permission of the family before they did any of that kind of stuff so they do good with that um next this was a kind of a shocker to me because it's not actually not that many um the walt disney company received only 15 oscar nominations and when you actually break them down most of them are for visual and music type stuff there's not many for the actual i know the mulan one got one for set design and something else a couple other things I know um, Chris Pratt did get nominated for Onward, and I think somebody else got nominated for Soul. Soul was another one that got for music, but also an actor was nominated in that as well. But they got 15 nominations. I think that's about average for them. Normally, they're in the 20, 25 range, I think. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see on on who gets best animated, because both Soul and Onward are nominated in there. So basically, I've heard amazing things about Soul. (laughs) But I, I have a feeling Onward will get it because Onward was bigger earlier and Soul, you know. Yeah, I, know. I oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go just for sake of, you know, you got one. I'm going to go Soul because it's more with the times that we're in and you're it, seeing. Well, but have you that. watched it? No. I heard that's the problem. If you've watched it, it's not what you think it is. It's not even close to what you think it is. Yeah, but that's all good and all, but it's all on the voting on it. True. I mean, I, so... I think I think Onward would win. Will win. I'll have to watch uh, Soul this weekend to see to give my actual opinion next week. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, next. So Super Nintendo World begins tape shape take shape at Universal Studios Hollywood. I have seen. The pictures of the one in, oh, that was loud. My bad. Uh, oh my gosh. Sorry. So I got a text message, and all my text messages are from ads saying it's stimmy time. So yeah. Uh, okay. But <laughs> I saw the one in Florida because the one in Florida is set to open into this year, correct? Or beginning of next year? I, I I can't remember to be honest. I know I saw people who were who were at Universal Studios in Florida and were taking pictures, and so you saw some of the Super Mario World, which is really cool. Um, yeah. But the the one in Hollywood is starting to take shape, and that's that's scheduled for a 2022 opening, I think. Uh, I th- I think so. Yep. And I and I don't know if it's been updated because of uh, you know pandemic timelines and whatnot. Right. Um, which ironically I, enough, or ironically enough, I think it's that's the, the pandemic actually sped up quite a bit of stuff. I would say, yeah, it, it it all depends on how they did it. Did it speed it up or did it slow it down just because, you know, maybe they can't have as many contractors there because it's only budgeted for X amount. I, right. Who knows, whatever. <laughs> but, um, I mean, hopefully it does speed it up because you got nobody there um, and you don't have to work on certain things of it. Uh, well, I guess more so like Disney, but, uh, 
you know, at, at different times um, during the day or at night or whatnot. But the uh, obviously with the one in, uh, what was it, Universal's Tokyo, Shanghai, uh, one of the ones over there in the Asian park, looks awesome. And with the videos that I, or the pictures I saw with the one in Hollywood, which is cool because it's in California, it's close to us. Um, we could go down there and see it, and it looks pretty awesome as well. Like the the green hills uh, were the ones that I noticed. I'm like, oh yes, there it is. It's starting to take shape. So it'll be, uh, um, you know, hopefully gets wrapped up here sooner, sooner rather than later. Doesn't get delayed or anything, which I don't see it. It would, but it's awesome starting to see. Besides just a whole bunch of steel structures sticking out of the ground, now you get some. Um, you know, some overlays on it. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I like the ideas that they've done and it's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that they could have done with it. So, I mean, I'm just interested to see how they're breaking, they're breaking it down, you know, cause there's so many options for Mario. I yeah. mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, let us know what you're most looking forward to in the next couple of years. Uh, make sure you go to linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast gaming. And uh, let us know on all those different places. Uh, the next thing, this actually, I just watched it yesterday. I watched the whole entire thing. And um, there was a 22 pitch walk. Um, and 22 pitch walk in the St. Louis versus the Mets. Uh, a spring training game, but 22 pitches. This kid hasn't pitched in two years. And I'm like, this this is insane. 22 pitches. Right. And the thing that sucks is for the pitcher at the end of it, he walked the guy, which means he's yep. still got to <laughs> still got to face another batter. Exactly. Well, they pulled him. I mean, oh, pull they pulled them. Yeah, they pulled them out. They only want. They only wanted him to throw fifteen pitches. I would say he was probably on a twenty pitch count, but yeah, no, that's that's crazy. And well, even as a batter too, because I mean, think about it. You still got to foul him off and know which pitch, um, what's going to be a ball, what's going to be a strike. Foul it off, and you're just up there, just battling, battling, battling. It's like holy crap. You know, it kind of gets to a point where it's like no matter who wins, whether it's the batter gets a walk or gets a hit or the pitcher with the strikeout. It's like they, they both lost. So, but that's one of those ones. I mean, once you start getting into like even a 10 pitch at bat is, Oh, Hey, that's a 10 pitch at bat. And anything over that once you get into 15, it's like, Oh, really man. But 20 plus, I mean, that's, that could be a full inning right there. And well, the, re- the record batter. record in season is 21. Right. Well, there you go. That would have been if it was in so, season. It would have been a new this record. This one doesn't. This one doesn't count. And I know that they were having fun with it. I think in the end, there he was, you know, fighting off pitches. Uh, you know, so uh, yeah, I thought that was really awesome. Shoot, uh, after but, that, even if I was the better and got the walk, I got the first back. Okay, give me a pitch runner because I am exhausted. Yeah. That. The yeah. Yeah, the, the batter needed a pinch runner, and then the pitcher got pulled out. He hadn't pitched two years competitively. First pitch was 100 <laughs> miles an hour. So yeah, Good for him. Exactly. Uh, next, Tim, take it away with the Tiger Woods news that you're super excited about. 
Well, it's probably not the news that most everyone would think about, but yes, Tiger Woods did come home from the hospital, um, which you would think that would be the big underlining headline, uh, which is fantastic. It's great. It means he can get home out of the hospital, so that's good with him. He's on his uh, way to recovery. But um, Tiger Woods is now going to be coming to PGA Tour 2K21, which in the beginning, uh, we knew that it was going to have pro players on it, but it was, you know, everyone didn't know, is Tiger Woods going to be on it? Or is it going to be because he wasn't on any of the commercials or anything like that? Or was it going to be a drop on the day of, oh, and guess who, you know, is is in it? And he's going to be the, <laughs> he, the you know, one of the mainstays in it. Obviously, JT's on the cover. Um, but, yep, nope, it came out. Uh, I saw it today. I don't know if it came out yesterday or this morning, but... Uh, 2K agreed to an exclusive long-term partnership with Tiger Woods, and also 2K is um, acquiring HB Studios Multimedia Limited, which is the ones that, along with 2K, um, that did the the game as well. So, um, with the partnership, it includes rights to Tiger Woods' name and likeness to appear exclusively in the PGA Tour 2K franch- franchise as well as any other golf games published by 2K during their partnership. So the cool thing that I liked is it said Woods will play an active role in the video game landscape as an executive director and consultant with PGA uh, Tour 2K. Which, I mean... um... And he's already done it, you know, numerous times before with the Tiger Woods... um, golf game right right and i think Uh, i think this is maybe it's something to do with the fact that uh uh you know he is not going to be playing golf for a significant amount of time i mean right exactly a debbie downer but i mean he he did some significant damage and this is something that basically he can you know well i mean i mean shoot he already had a fifth a fifth five one two three four five back surgeries um, you know, he had the spine fusion, uh, and then, you know, like I said, five back surgeries, he was getting off of that. Then he had this, um, horrific car accident, fine from the waist up, but his legs got pretty jacked up. So, um, you know, and obviously your back is a big part in your golf game in your golf swing, um, and your legs, I mean, your whole body, but. I mean, your a lot of your power, you know, comes from your hips, which comes from your legs. So, and then the torque on your back. So, um, yeah. And you see a lot of guys towards the end of their career, um, will they make appearances, you know, at this golf tournament or the celebratory tee shot uh, at this golf tournament? And you know, Jack Nicklaus I, has his. I um, mean, he made he <laughs> made uh, fifteen grand, I think, off that course by me. That you know, I mean, yeah. Exactly. And you get a lot of them. They go into architect, uh, you know, course design. Tiger Woods is doing a nine holer up by Pebble Beach, um, which converted there. I think it was there was a nine hole before and he came in and they did it with his um, firm on it. So he already has that going. He did the one uh, that they did the one match at. It was what was it? Tiger Woods, Rory. Oh, and I forgot the other two down in uh, Payne's Valley, which is over by uh, where the Bass Pro headquarters is at. 
uh, is the golf course, Big Cedar Lodge over in that area. Um, so it's cool to see this, to him come back to a video game because after Tiger Woods and everything happened there, they tried to get it with Rory and it just and that fizzled. that fizzled quick. <laughs> Yeah, that was exactly. Probably the fact I think they did they did two of them. I think two, they they did one. Just the one. One and done. Yeah. So and then they came out with the golf club 2019, which was from um, 2K Studios, and this is the second iteration of that, the PGA Tour 2K21. So okay. the cool thing is, is also it said 2K will partner with Woods's um, foundation as well. So. I'm sure that was obviously part of the deal. Woods wasn't going to say, oh, yeah, you got me, but, you know, nothing to my foundation. Heck, yeah, you know, if you get a, a partner with the uh, the foundation, that's just more money into it to uh, um, for the cause. So that's excited about that. Now all I need to do is um, I have it on the PlayStation, but uh, as we were talking before, I need to get it onto my, uh, my PC. And, of course, yep. the deal is 50% off, just left, but... Well, Steam uh, is doing Steam. I guess they have a Steam Spring Sale coming up. So, hopefully that comes out. But what I'm really hoping for is when um, Xbox Game Pass for PC. I mean, you could get it for PC already, but oh, when EA EA, uh, EA Play no. becomes available on that. So, well, that's not an EA <laughs> game though. But it doesn't. Well, no, it doesn't do this one. But with the, then I could play, you know, the Madden. Then I could cover all sports where. Yeah. Download this one and then play uh, Madden, NHL, basketball, all of that. So, but no, yeah. Once that spring sale comes out, I was actually I was going to buy it. I got paid this past weekend, and I was going to do it then. But obviously, I was um, not home to do it. So, and then I looked today, and it was back up to normal price, and it was fifty percent off. So, hopefully, they do it again. Yeah. Just to, just out of time, so that's good news for that. Um, now we're going to do a rapid fire for the Disney pile. We've been going long again tonight, but uh, the first one is uh, so. Tell me about this earthquake ten years later. I can't remember. Is this the tsunami one? Yeah, it was a big one where they shut down. You saw all the videos in um, Tokyo. Uh, excuse me, Tokyo Disneyland. It was on March 11th, so it was a couple days. Um, ago they call it the the 311 earthquake uh or the great east japan earthquake also known as the tohoku earthquake um and it was at 246 magnitude 9.1 earthquake um for fourth most powerful on record the most powerful in japan mass you know triggering obviously tsunamis and whatnot killed 16,000 people and called and caused 360 billion dollars in in damage so um the cool thing is is there uh, at the park obviously it happened during the middle of the day and right before uh per, i think the 245 parade happened uh was going to happen that uh guests they were gated you know guided outside into a you know big area so everything was safe um then their uh inspection the Oriental Land Company inspected buildings and whatnot, mm -hmm. um, obviously to make sure everything was good. But the thing that stunk was is all those guests that were there, with it being that big of an earthquake, everything was shut down. Um, yeah. All the highways out of there were closed. Train services were closed. Um, 
you know, resort was suspended, leaving nearly 70,000 guests stranded across the two parks. So, when I do, cr- I, I do remember that because people that were staying like in those little uh, cheaper motels yep. were like, there was like nothing was open, everything was super, super yep. sketchy, and you couldn't really go anywhere or do anything. And it was trying to figure out what are you going to do. Yep, exactly. And on this one, uh, if you watch the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, it was either the last episode or second to last episode. Um, they talked about this, not only um, the earthquake, but then the reopening of um, Tokyo Disney at, as well and how that was uh, and how that happened. So yeah. basically the reopening of Tokyo Disney was like the reopening of the whole um you know japan as a whole because everyone's like you know what what do we do what's going on and that kind of brought everyone together um and got everything everything back going so it's pretty cool if you haven't like i said seen it on on disney plus the imagineering imagineering story like i said it's either last one or second to last one it's really good how they uh how they do it and what it did for um you know that for for everyone over there yeah, so I mean, we will. Uh, it's just crazy. See. It's been ten years already. Ten years. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 surprising. Uh, my anniversary is on Friday. Ten years. So uh, we got married right, right after that happened. So, right. all right. So now, rapid fire. Uh, I'm not going to do the guy that got arrested because I don't want to bring attention to that. But okay, so Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover is. Testing in Magic Kingdom hasn't tested in weeks, so they must have developed a way in order to get it clean, because I know that's a big problem with those. And also, I know that they've stopped putting gaps in seats on certain rides. So with that new three-foot recommendation, um, that is something else that, you know, you know they're, they're probably getting closer to making things a little bit, you know, um, yeah. Well, and yeah. with that one, it was closed down even before the pandemic and whatnot. And then it kind of right. like, didn't reopen, but you saw it testing and then it stopped and now it's testing again. So and the <laughs> the date just keeps getting moved back and back and back. So I think there's, I, you know, some more underlining things there. But at least it's, you know, last time we saw it, they were playing bumper cars into each other. Yeah. So that's never good. And then I think it's been down since that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and here's the funny one. So people are like saying, oh, my kid can't wear a mask, can't go. Okay, well, okay. I've seen people trying to take their mask off to take a picture at Disney World, and they are being – there. people are on them like that. And so there's new ground markers reminding guests to keep masks on while taking pictures of various photo ops. Um, so, I mean, every, a bunch of the stuff here is like, so, you know, a few new signs limiting four guests per physical Disney marker at, at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So the first one was at Epcot. There's signs limiting guests to four persons physical Disney marker removed a day yeah. after they were put up. Yeah. Really? So they, they, yep. They put them up and they said it was four people per um, marker, which before it was your group. Um, and now they had it limit four people for guests per marker. The very next day, all of them were down. And it's funny. You see one picture of where it was one day. The very next day, the picture there, they were gone. So I don't know if they got complaints or if they weren't supposed to put them up. I mean, they were made, so they were supposed to put them up. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe it, you know, how they're tracking-wise or whatnot, maybe it made the lines even longer and people yeah. didn't go to certain right. I, I don't know. But, yeah, they were put up for a day and then taken down. 
So you got that. The Disney World is fully booked through March 20th for all guests. So you can't get in, can't do anything. No um, spring break. Exactly. Uh, and then, oh, so here's some items they have coming out. So they have the new Trader Sam Chana Tiki Bar purse and shirts at Disneyland. They also have the But Daddy I Love Him aerial hat at Disneyland for $27.99. And also for $27.99 at Disneyland is the weird but cute stitch cap. Now, for me, that's just hinting at they're getting ready to fully revamp. Let's do it. Because yeah. they're doing the the pass hold, the legacy pass hold discounts are extended uh, via special ticket and app until new membership program is announced, which is huge because yep. that to me means uh, May 1st, there's going to be a new program announced because I'll skip down the Disneyland and California adventure is to open on April 30th, barring any setbacks, anything like that. Um, and they're going to, they're actually going to open at higher cap capacity. Well, um, that's, that's rumored. And it's rumored, but it's almost positive because they're, they're forcing out the vaccination. So once it reaches a certain number, they can go higher. Yeah. Um, and, but that, but that, that didn't come officially from, disney though right as but they, as, as as of right now it's probably gonna happen yeah and, oh yeah and yeah, yeah. they also said like they're gonna basically fast pass max pass magic morning extra magic hour will all be suspended because obviously you're not going to be staying at the hotel when it first opened i think they can't they won't be having the hotel reservations until may at least i think so there's going to be a, a few a little bit of a gap i think in between the hotels and the park itself I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, but not that much. Well, no, not really. Uh, let's see. I, I just had it right here. Um, hotels at the resort plan to welcome guests once again with phase reopening. Uh, Disney Grand California Hotel and Spa plans to reopen on April 29th with limited capacity. The Vacation Club Villas at California uh, Hotel and Spa reopen May 2nd. And then the Paradise Pier and Disneyland Hotel will reopen at a later date. So basically, once they open on April 30th, the only hotel that will be open will be um, the most expensive one, which is uh, the Grand Californian. Yeah. So I mean, we're going to see. And that's yeah. as of right. That's as of right now. Obviously, it, it could all change. Except for Disneyland Hotel is completely fenced off. So yeah, that, that one, one they is... were doing remodeling work and all that stuff before it all started, and now they're back to it. So yeah, um, uh, they did do a thing where it's been closed. They've been closed for a year, so they did thank everyone for the past and future memories. And I know they've been trying to do you know the right things. Um, and it says, so additional dividers and distance markers added to Disney California Adventure entrance in preparation for a Touch of Disney event, uh, which is just smart. And then yeah. um, lastly, before the last, last item, um, indoor dining can reopen at Disneyland Resort and Universal Studios Hollywood at 25% capacity as of this past Monday. And that was because Orange County itself is um, at that point tier. now where they're at the red tier. Yeah, and I think they were actually in the red tier last week they've been uh, in the red tier they were in the red tier last week but you cannot they have to give so many days so for some weird reason orange county is doing it on thursdays i know up here by me they're doing it on tuesdays and so yeah. thursday they said that basically the projected what they did was is they announced thursday they project that if they hit this number by sunday then monday you can reopen and they were they knew what they were doing so they yeah. hit that, and then yeah, 
Yeah, that, and then the the county one um, doesn't. The actual website doesn't update. I know the Orange County one doesn't update until Tuesday. But like you said, they update. You know, um, say it on like the uh, like Thursday or Friday or something like that. But then on, like I said, the county website one where it has all the COVID numbers, mm-hmm. it's updated every Tuesday on to switch tiers or they reassess right. every every Tuesday. Well, and on, Tuesday on, is the state on that. that. Tuesday is the day the state releases everything. So yeah. Because I know before when I looked on Friday, I'm like, oh, hey, there should be in the red tier. At the very top, it says, oh, we risk uh, every Tuesday is when they reassess or whatnot. So obviously now they are in the red tier, which I guess with Hollywood Studios, I mean, with Hollywood opening that L.A. County is in the red tier as as well. I don't I just know (laughs) the Orange County one is the only one that, that I follow. And I yeah. think right, I think right now this morning, I can't remember, um, but I think they could even be in whatever the next tier is. But uh, you got to stay in that tier for I can't remember it's either two or three weeks um, before you can move tiers, unless the governor comes out with some new plan as he did to for the the parks to open. Right, which he's uh, gonna do. It's gonna happen again. I guarantee you, he's gonna change something else to make everything open up more again. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, exactly. Then, last thing we uh, have is we got a first look at the web slinger at Avengers Campus. I didn't actually get to see it. How did it look? Uh, I I I don't know. I just saw a quick little article. I guess there was a video. Um, I didn't look at it, but it shows like the um, the <laughs> I believe it was the loading of it. Uh, and how they got the plexiglass and everything, and it showed two cars or ride vehicles passing by each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the cool thing is, is on the plexiglass, they made it look weathered so it blends into the right. It's not just, oh, here's brand new plexiglass. Um, you know, we slapped it in there where they actually took time to make it look like it's weathered and beat up or and whatnot. And the cool thing is, is um, with the whole Avengers campus in general is it's going to be like a Tomorrowland of sorts for California Adventures. Okay. Um, which which is cool because, obviously, you know, it's got, uh, oh, what is it, like Tony Stark there and how everything is, you know, really futuristic and whatnot and everything that, that he does and just the whole Avengers campus, you know, anyways. So that that's pretty cool. And it did say that... The web slinger, web slinger ride is um, there's going to be no height requirement because they said since Spider-Man was so important to guests of all ages, it was vital to Imagineers that they make an attraction that all guests could ride. So confirms that there'll be no height requirement. But I'm sure oh, what it cool. is, it's one of those things where, hey, if you got kids, wherever, I think it's the same thing on Rise of the Resistance is they got to be sit on the inside of the vehicle and not on the outside by the, by the doors. So, yeah. um, which is fine. And which is great for them because it's like a, uh, a la Toy Story Mania. So it's interactive and you could shoot things. So it's cool that, you know, the little kids, even though they may be horrible at it, but at least get to, to try to shoot and interact with, um, with what's going on. So it was, it was pretty cool. Well, it is, uh something that i will be looking forward to and um i mean we're gonna see 
And I just got this thing right now. Yeah, so Disneyland, Grand California Hotel and Spa opens the 29th. And they will reopen the other two open later. Okay, yeah, so downtown's open now. So, I mean, we're going to see what happens. I have a feeling that they might bump it up. Um, because I, I think what really happens, what's happening is, because they're making adjustments, they're adding stuff, they're probably trying to train their current staff for the ta- the, the, ta- the Touch of Disney, Touch Disney. Fe- thing. So they're probably like, look, we're going to give everybody else a full month of 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 April just to learn everything because you got the hall, you got Easter coming up, and I know people like you know, and I heard a lot of people are are um, taking leaves. I know someone who works for them; they're taking leave of that leaves of absence because they don't feel safe yet, which is fine. I, I, if you if you do that, if someone's been vaccinated and they feel like they they'd be comfortable doing it, you know, I know a lot of people got called back. They called a crazy amount of people back. So I mean. I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, exactly. And, nothing, and with this, yeah. and and with Disneyland everything opening, it's going to be the same, just like they did for Disney World, park reservation and admission. Um, you know, the reservation system. Uh, you know, all all of that, just like they did at Disney World. So, um, and, and the other, you know, basically, hey, they put it out there. Actually, got a date and kind of some, you know aspect of what's going to happen but as they as they say you know basically for anything keep up to date at uh you know disneyland.com and whatnot right. and the and the the at the very end of the article uh they had the the little disclaimer upon reopening certain parks hotels restaurants attractions experience and other offerings will be modified or unavailable will have limited capacity and will be subject to limited availability or even closures and park admission and offerings are not guaranteed so basically it says um good luck good luck and right. uh godspeed to everybody but uh we want to end right. on that note because Everyone's excited about Disney. They're back. We're going to see what they do. But that's all we got for you guys this week. We want to thank you all for listening. It's been very Disney heavy because there's nothing really else going on. Baseball's back. So we might get a little more baseball in it. But um, we want to thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching all the links. Like I said, linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcastgaming. Make sure you go over and like Tim's Twitch stream on Twitch, which under T-C-M-E-N-D-O, T-C Mendo. And then, like I said, on Linktree, go to all those links, follow, like, subscribe, share. You do your thing. Um, and uh, one thing I do, I forgot, one thing I want to mention before we go. So there is something going on right now. So everyone remembers I had MoviePass a while back. So, you know, MoviePass, apparently there's a website right now claiming to be MoviePass. And they said, wait for a... Um, it says a mysterious relaunch. So something's going on. Movie Pass DOS Ventures, and it four days and t- it's, the movie is about to start. Four days and twelve hours. No idea what it is. Different website. No one knows what it's about. So uh, keep an eye out on that. Recording this on Wednesday. So four days and twelve hours is. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so Sunday night, basically, or Monday morning, something's going to happen. So keep an eye on that. So uh, thank you all again. We greatly appreciate it. For the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time.